You're listening to Mommy BS with Beth and Steph. Yeah, your kid should probably stop listening now. Hi, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Mommy BS with Beth and Steph. By the way, uh, I'm super excited, but we have a new cast member on Mommy BS, and this is Yasi, and she is our fact checker because Steph and I are not always right. <laughs> and you say a lot of bullshit. It would just be best that, you know, we know what we're talking about sometimes. <laughs> She's a Google professional. Yasi, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, my name is Yasi Pidnama, and um, I just graduated law school, and I've been using Google for 10 years professionally, <laughs> and it's gotten me very far, and I'm a very fast typer, so I think it'll go well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're super excited about it. I also do want to just uh, warn in advance that what is it? A trigger warning, if you will, um, about some issues that we're going to discuss today. A lot of anxieties that uh, happened to Steph and I during our pregnancies. And then also we we talk on we touch on the subject of uh, termination. So uh, if you are not uh, willing to listen to stories about abortion and everything, then tune into next week's episode. But I hope you enjoy today. So we have an interesting show ahead. I think today we're going to talk about um, relationships and how they change when the baby comes along and uh, the dynamic of getting along with your partner and trying to work through chaotic situations with a newborn at home and your life completely changing and flipping upside down and, you know, uh, talking about friends and making better decisions about people that you spend your time with. And canceling people. And canceling people out of your life. Yeah. Um, I know for me, uh, when I was pregnant, I think I started being conscious of, of people that I were like, I was like, I don't know if like this person really serves me anymore. Like, are they gonna serve my family? Are they gonna be there for me? Can I trust them? Do I wanna even question whether or not I can trust a person? Like the moment my daughter was born, there was no question about like who who I wanted and who I didn't want in my life anymore. And I don't I don't know if everyone's kind of like that, but I I just you know I made some like serious cuts in in my life, and I was like, maybe this has been a long time coming for like a few people, and but I just I didn't want any more toxicity. I didn't want to didn't want to worry about people hurting hurting my daughter. Ever. I feel like you're very forgiving as well. I'm very, very forgiving. But that's where it's always been like a peaks and valleys sort of situation in, in certain friendships of mine. Right. And then I think my daughter made me strong enough to finally be like, all right, you know what? That's what I don't want. I, don't, I need to show her stability. I need to be a good example to her. And I need to make sure she's safe. Right. So do you think you guys have a higher standard of who you let in your life because you have a kid? Yeah. Like you care more about who affects your kid's life than yours. Like previously you would have had a toxic friend, but now you won't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I think that's true for me. No. Maybe not, not you. I will, I will, you know, it, it, when it comes to existing friends, friends yeah. that already existed, but I will always meet a new human and give them a chance. That doesn't mean that they will have any effect on my children because effectively they might never meet my children. Yeah. So that's, a censorship you can do way before like realizing that they're toxic for your life and to be around your kids. So I think, you know, there's friends and there's friends. Um, I've decided some people acquaintances, right. Rather than friends. Um, and 
who I call friends. I mean, you know, they're, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can count them on a hand. The rest are now acquaintances. And I'm very like cutthroat and thorough about things like that. So I think that it goes without speaking, but if someone would ever have a question, they know I, I'm outspoken enough to be like, you know what? Didn't really like that. Don't think that this is a time for us to be friends. And that's okay. Yeah. That's pretty cutthroat, though, if you think about it. Right. Like, to be like, I, no, not you. But I had to learn that the hard way because when I got pregnant with um, Leo, it was unconventional. It was, you know, unexpected, unplanned, a complete and utter surprise against all social norms. Because mm -hmm. effectively, Josh and I hadn't known each other for that long and not long at all. And I think that scared a lot of people. And I think a lot of people assumed that on his side, maybe that I baby trapped him. Um, and some people on my side assumed that you don't even know this guy. Like he could leave you and you could be a single mom. So you dealt with a lot of anxieties it, and, and self-judgment and stuff like that. I had the same exact situation. Right. But I went from being like this, like fully rounded, super confident person. Like, I mean, heck, I had you used to work for a family office dealing with like finance, big dogs, you know? And then I went to being this like vulnerable being a mom. And I still qualify when you're pregnant, you are becoming a mom, but you are already a mom because you're making, mm -hmm. you're human, right? Of course. And my, I had a, five best friends. We did, we were ride or die. We did everything together. We've traveled most places together and have had, we knew that at the time, the deepest, darkest secrets about each other. We would do this thing called the Sunday Club. It was you know, every Sunday we would meet and cook with each other and have fun and whatever. And sometimes we would, you know, go a bit overboard with like drinking or something and then just compete and laugh about like who made it to the office, who didn't and blah, blah. But we were three girls and two guys. And um, the two girls were, I mean, particularly one of them that introduced me to the other, like she was my ride or die. And then um, it, it just it just got very real because I got she you know I got pregnant uh, which was a shock to the whole group I mean, and I was thinking like if it's a shock to you guys imagine me mm. I didn't plan this right and they were very free in their expression which look that's what I'm about. I want to speak freely and that's why people should be friends with me because they will always get an honest answer. I'm not a sugarcoater. I just think that when it comes to something like that, maybe rein it in a little or like think about what you're saying. And um, one of the girls um, who I had like such a like intimate relationship with because she would like be the first person to really like call me out. She's like, babes, you're going too far. Rein it in. Or like, babe, he just doesn't like you enough. Next, like, really be that friend, you know, fact checker. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and she said to me, look, I think you should abort. And I was like, okay. Um, 
And she's like, I just wouldn't know how to relate to you. I don't know where I would friendship would go. I also, I think you're going to be a single mom. I think Josh would leave you. And I was like, whoa. I was like, okay. And then my <laughs> other, the other girl in the group, she, on a separate like conversation, she said, yeah, I mean, I called her. And I announced that, you know, I'm pregnant, which was a huge moment in my life. Like, it was the first time I said it, like, out loud. And she was like, it's going to be fine. Tomorrow morning, I'll come and pick you up and we'll go to fix this. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Without even asking me where my mind was at. Were you distraught during the time? Were they, like when you were calling them or told them or anything, were you like, oh my God, like this is… Like no, I was more like, I'm pregnant. It's scary. Yeah. And like in tears because like… It's scary. I was, <laughs> you know, it's scary. I was quite honestly the happiest person in the world that it happened. Whatever the outcome would be, even if deep down inside of me, even if I was like in denial about it, I knew that like there would never be a scenario where Leo would not be taken to full term. But I wanted Josh to be involved. And there, there was not a scenario where I wasn't going to give him an option. And I was super happy that it happened with him and no one that I had previously been with, you know? Because mm -hmm. he was, he's older than me and he's a real man and he's like a self-made man. And mm -hmm. he, there's so many beautiful things about him and you know every man goes through rascal years but that doesn't make them any less of like an amazing person. human and mm -hmm. person and so you know I, I, that that was literally the first thing and I was a bit like oh okay and then what made it worse is when she said I just don't think you would be a good mom remember when we were talking about unsolicited advice that we got when we were pregnant right <laughs> this is that this is that yeah this is that, and it, what makes it worse is that, you know, it's, we're, we're talking about life here. Yeah. It's not like going to the shops, like, should I get Coke or Fanta? Like, no, this is something so serious. Yeah. And just assuming that abortion was what I was going to go for. Because, and in that moment I came home, I was like in tears, you know, Josh and I were trying to figure things out anyway. And to know, like... The thing he said to me, which like sort of opened my mind was, he was like, look, first of all, they're making this a problem. And mm. it's not a problem. That's very kind A life of is never a problem. Second of all, they are making this about them. Because they're explicitly telling you that your pregnancy, what effect that will have on them. Not on you, not on your life, on them. Like it's such a buzzkill. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. And their relationship <laughs> with you. Yeah. It was just, I mean, the, the craziest, loneliest moment I've had in my life, I think. I also think it's important to note that you're allowed to get pregnant and have a moment where you aren't sure what you're going to do. Like neither leaning towards abortion or full term, just being like, what in limbo like, oh my god and just then that sounds like you were just like in genuine shock like you weren't trying to get pregnant right. and so like to kind of project that on you while you're literally pregnant like while you just found out you're pregnant is so selfish it's mad and then you know you end up 
you don't want to like remove these people from your life because you're best friends and you have so much history together. But it hurts, right? But it like it hurts. really hurts. It really tarnishes. Like if you're, you know, there's so much going on in your head and you're just, you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know what's right, what's wrong, what like becoming a mother means. It's, it's bizarre. It's the unknown. It's the scariest thing in the world. But like for someone else to have an opinion about what you should do with your body and your life and your family, future family, it's none of their fucking business. Right. Yeah. Like jog on, dude. Literally. Just support the decision that I make if you want to be in my life. But right. right. Don't Just tell be me there for do. me. Yeah. There was one person that was so unexpected. Um, actually, the sister-in-law of one of the my best two girlfriends. She just slid into my DMs. She doesn't know me. She had met me once. And Wait, she what? said to me, <laughs> she's like, I just want to know how you are. So people were talking about it. Right. But like, it was so genuine. She was the first one to ask me how I was. Is this after the babies were born? No, this, okay, this was like just found out. when I had like found out since like a, f- a few months, whatever. A few so months you, after I found but out. But did people know you were pregnant? Like, how did she find out? Were people talking about right, it yeah, behind so your back? Yeah, so one of the girls were, obviously, it's her sister-in-law. So she was like telling right. her like, oh, you know, you know Steffi, who she is, and this yeah. this is, you know, she's pregnant. And it was the first person that without judgment or like shock or anything took all of that. It wasn't even in her mind. She just, her natural instinct was to be like, how how are you? Mm-hmm. How How is your pregnancy going? Yeah. Like, is it nice? Like, are you experiencing good things? Because I think that somehow in everything, maybe, or maybe not, maybe she's just fully genuine, or maybe she could sense that there was something. Mm-hmm. And then a friend that I've known for like most of my, like a lot of my life and experienced important things with that we've always had up and downs in our friendship. Like we're literally ice and fire. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. She out of nowhere stepped up as if, she and I had never had beef in our entire life together. Girls, like, they 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 support each other. I don't know why, but, like, when I was real pregnant, girls. like, all the yeah, real girls. Other. Yeah, but, like, when you're pregnant, like, they really step up to the plate. I just, I felt like, you know, I'd never had that much female support in my life until I got pregnant. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, I think, like, when we realize that we're creating life and, like, your life is going to completely change for the better though. You know, some people have these experiences, some people don't, but it's a really amazing thing that like you're doing. So I think it's super credible. I think you give credit where credit's due and like, that's it. I felt super lonely though, to be honest. Oh, I was so lonely. I mean, I was 27, just turned. And like, I just felt like, whoa, um, so is this what's going to happen? I'm going to lose like everyone everyone around me because I'm choosing my child and my partner. That's absurd. And effectively for a long time, Josh's friends became my friends. I mean, they still are today. Don't, don't I didn't mean it, that that sounded so wrong, but they still are my friends today. But it was really incredible to see how warmly welcoming they were even perhaps maybe after having had their unspoken reservations about 
how our relationship started, what our relationship was, and in fact that I was pregnant. And I found that, I, and I think it's because, you know, they are a bit older than we are and they have lived a life and they're mm -hmm. real people who've done, you know, lived big life, made mistakes, gotten over them, made the same mistake six times because they really needed to make sure that it was a mistake or yeah. Yeah. that they've just like, they're just less, you know, judgmental maybe because they've been through more and they can see themselves in maybe you. but maybe he also has just some really great friends, friends <laughs> that, <aren't laughs> that like genuinely stated. love him right. and yeah. support him and are exactly. just so fucking happy for him right you know and that can like Which understand life outside of like the paradigm of perfection like you should have been married and like wearing a white dress and like had a gender reveal and like that's the type of mom that right. is allowed but like a normal mom who just got pregnant is like not desirable like that's what oh, it yeah. feels like yeah that we've had experience with that with because yeah. none of us were married when yeah. we had a child and the looks you get oh my like, god everyone no like stares at your finger and you're like that's right we yeah. not do, you, right. Do, you, do people really stare at your finger <laughs> when you're yes. pregnant oh my god it's, it's just like they just like clock like like they look at your belly that's and then horrible. they like look at your I ring finger the and they're like oh yeah and, and it's like whore. wonder what happened there <laughs> none of your business satan <laughs> right <laughs> but it's it's wild because people really make so many assumptions or like yeah it's you also know, 2022. Like, like, I think it's oh, just very modern. <laughs> right. I'm like, we're chic. We're trend setting here. <laughs> it just is what it is. You know, I have, um, yeah. I, I come from a very conservative family and uh, uh, one of my sister's kids, I, I'm, I'm about to see for Thanksgiving and I'm just like trying to figure out what I'm going to say to them because mm -hmm. I know they're going to ask me, like, how did you have a baby and you're not married? Cause they're, they're young and they're very like sheltered a bit right. and like, they're just so sweet. I love them so much. But, um, you know, like I can't say like, oh, that's a bunch of crap in front of them. Cause they're like, oh my, <laughs> did you say the C word? <laughs> like crap, crap. That's the C, C word. C C word? <laughs> I think the C word is I'll see you next Tuesday, but okay. <laughs> no. Um, but I just know that this conversation is going to come up. I know that they're going to be like, how did you have a baby and you're not married and blah, blah, blah. What What do I say to that? Right. Let's have a conversation about this actually because I'm sweating. Right. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, I mean, it's so beautiful though how innocent children can be, you know, whether they've been sheltered or not. Because some, some children can like walk up to you in their innocence, not knowing that you're pregnant. They're like, oh, are you just fat? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but if I was, you still can't say that. <laughs> right, right. But it's like, it's, it's so surreal to like, have to think about what you're going to say to child. And sometimes right. I think maybe them knowing that, they're, that a different reality exists from what they know mm -hmm. is important. I agree. You know? That's evolution. That's like, progress. Right. Yeah, it's important. Something I'm very proud of my mom for is that she never sheltered me from anything like that. You know, she she was like, look, they are women that like women, men that like men. Santa Claus isn't real. Santa Claus isn't <laughs> real. Um, you know, sometimes there's relationships where there's one man and several women and it should it's all accepted and yeah. acknowledged and exists. But I, 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 I kind of like 
appreciate that sort of parenting. Right. Like, I, I know. I love I'd, it. I'd rather my parents kept it a lot more real with me when I was little. Right. You know, like my mom, when I was growing up, she was like, I never smoked a cigarette and like I never hit a joint before. And I'm like, you went, you fucking grew up through the 70s, though. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> that right. seems boring, you know? And like she just pretended like she like never really drank that much. And I think it like really, really sheltered me because, you know, you like you go to and I wanted to do bad things because of it. I wanted to I was like the preacher's daughter. You know what I mean? But I, totally I feel like it. it's not yeah. it's not like bad things. It's just you decided to see what life was about if there was something outside of that and well, like if you go to Europe the kids are allowed to drink and you can start drinking at a young age do they want to they might have a glass of wine at dinner but like at a young age here the kids are like oh you have to be 21 to drink but we're gonna have a fucking cake party like right yes. people go balls to the walls crazy here and I it's mean just, there's extremes yeah. and to to each side right but I do mm. think that like somewhere in you know your mom made you, if you want to see it with positive eyes, your mom made you curious for life, you know, because we can always see things from a negative aspect and be like, well, that was a shitter. <laughs> like, and that's, that's so easy to do because that's the easiest thing to do. Yeah, the easiest take. Right. It's the easiest take. And, but for you to understand, like, where were my parents had at then? Like, you know, what, what, what was that about? And will I be different? And did that actually benefit somehow? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I can say so many things about, like, my childhood and whatnot. But, like, you know, at one point, you're just like, fuck, thank you. Thank you for making me who I am. Because today I'm fucking a strong-ass, confident woman that can speak about everything. And often unfiltered. <laughs> um, that's a, I right? like that. That's, yeah. Because I agreed with, I agree with Beth. I was a sheltered kid too from like a very it's traditional like family. It's like I was scared of everything. Yeah, but you're right. Like it did make me very curious for life. Do you feel that way? Like, do you feel like you have a zest for life that you may not have had otherwise? I explored enough in my day. Yeah, so it made you, <laughs> it made you cool. Like it was good. Right. It yeah. makes you, it makes you versatile. And you know, when you go in for job interviews, they will pick you just for that reason alone. That you're not like yeah. the fucking nun, you know? Like, oh, so, sorry, God. We are nuns. Nun. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> but, but it makes you interesting. And like, I think that the why I am the way I am is because my father was very, very protective, incredibly stable and loving. Whereas my mother was like incredibly loving, but wild as a Mustang. And, you know, she was just like, you fell, get up, let's put a plaster on and move on. Yeah. Whereas yeah. my dad would be like, okay, we're going to hospital. We might need surgery. There's a helicopter and, landing now. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, mean, I think with like young kids, it's good to teach them like what's, what's right and what's wrong. You know, if you say like, oh shit, like in front of a kid and like, you just have to explain to them, that's an adult word. Like that's right. not your word. You'll say it, it one day, but like, it's just not cool if you do exactly. it now. So don't. But that's the thing. I think why I feel I turned out okay is because I got the mix of both. And I mm -hmm. think that why you turned out okay is because you also got the mix of both. And some people don't have the mix of both. Your parents are still married and yeah. happy and whatever. But you turned out funny and confident as fuck because you're like, wait, 
I'm not a Persian princess for nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm going to live agree. my truth. <laughs> you know, I may yeah. be sheltered, but. But here I come. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to no. be a lawyer and then I'm also going to win an Oscar talking, and then do a porno. No, I'm joking. <laughs> talking about uh, having conservative families and, you know, not being married to our partners when we got pregnant and then also like not knowing them for that long. Uh, I know that it was the scariest moment of my life when I realized that I had to tell my parents that I was pregnant. Oof. I, <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, I contest. There's just no right or wrong, wrong way to do it. I mean, mm. maybe there's a couple wrong ways, but like, anyways, I, I told you my mom. You can't prepare for it. You can't prepare for it. Uh, I told my mom the first time I called her and we're just like shooting the shit on the phone. And then, uh, I said, I, I'm, I'm pregnant. And it literally sounded like her like heart mm-hmm. dropped to the floor. Like, boom. I was Sound like, effect. Hello. <laughs> you still there, mom? She just, I, I could see that like her brain was just spinning. And like she was starting to become like unraveled. And so she's like, okay. Okay, yeah. You're like, what are we doing? I'm like, everything's going to be fucking like, okay. Right? <laughs> I got this, mom. But, um. I just said it's like super early on. I have to just figure out like every what I'm going to do. And uh, I said, please don't tell anybody in the family. And my mom has the mouth of the sow. Oh, well, but you, like, she your mom and mine secret. should be best friends. <laughs> right. But she can't keep a damn secret. Oh, mine either. And I was like, please, please, please don't tell anybody. Like, this is my thing. I, I have to figure this out. And I have to tell people when right. I'm ready. Oh, I, said, I had this exact conversation with my mom. It's unreal. Yeah. Exactly. And I was so scared to tell my stepdad. They've they've been together for 30 years. He he raised me and uh I just I care about every every single one of his opinions. You know what I mean? And I called him one day and I was like, today's gonna be the day that I do it. I think it was like at my three month mark. And he answered the phone, he's like, Hello. And I was like, <laughs> like I just started fucking bawling my eyes out. He's like, "Oh my god, Elizabeth, are you okay? What's going on? What what, what happened? What happened?" I was like, "I just was such a fucking pregnant." He was like, "What? Oh my god, like, that came wrong. That is the wrong way." <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll say you have to come off like confident. Was, what are you? I know, god. right? <laughs> it just like, scared me. I got so overwhelmed. You're on the phone though. <laughs> I know. He said, hello? He like fell to the floor too. But he was like, what are you crying about? And I was like, it's just, oh, I don't know. And he was like, Elizabeth, this is amazing news. And he's like, I'm going to be another grandfather. Like, oh, this is the best reaction. news ever. Oh. He's like, stop crying. What a cutie. That's a good reaction. I know. And he, I was just like, are you, are you sure? Are you mad at me? He's like, yes, this is, Great news. That's going to be amazing. And he was so happy for me. And it just, I think at that moment when I just like, oh, like had this huge relief, this huge weight lifted off my chest. I was just like, damn, like everything is going to be okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I felt that too. Wow. Well, I like I told my mom, she had the same (laughs) reaction as yours. And so I was like, mom, please, really, like if there's one time I ask you to really not tell anyone she's like yeah yeah absolutely and then I get like text messages from my mom's cousins not my cousins my mom's cousins 
And they're like, oh my God, we heard the news. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's like three, she hung up. And then she's like, what is happening right now? And then she's like, but it's, it's my cousin Steffi. It's family. You're like, I told you to zip it. Right. I'm like, no, buddy. Not even family. Yeah. Like I did it in the tabloids. I meant people you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's like if she could have put it on a billboard, my daughter's pregnant. I'm going to be a mad grandmother, but don't call me grandmother. She would have like right. done that. Um, whereas like my stepmother was very… Um, you know, she was like, oh, wow, that's incredible news. How are you feeling? You know, mm-hmm. are you going to like, is, are we going to go through with this? And, you know, you're not alone. And now we need to talk about and figure out, you know, how you're going to break this news to your dad. <laughs> because she knew that that's where the shoe really got tight. <laughs> <laughs> and so she um, said, um, look, I think he's coming to London for business. So uh, I would suggest you to not do this over the phone. That is probably the best advice I've ever gotten in my life. But you're like, is he going to murder me? Right. (laughs) So the lead up to this was unreal. So he comes to London. um, He's staying at the corner and it's not too far away from where we live. And he, wow, he um, says, okay, let's have dinner at Scott's. And we have this lovely dinner. And Josh and I have planned that Josh is going to sit at um, Little House, which is part of the Soho group, just like basically a 10-minute walk from the restaurant, just in case my dad would be like, I want to meet the guy. Because mind you, my father had never met the guy. He knew I had been seeing someone, and like, but he didn't know how serious it was. He knew my stepmom had met him, my grandparents had met him, but not him. <laughs> He's always the last one. <laughs> and he also always has beef about being the last one. I was like, if you were a bit more approachable, yes. <laughs> it would be easier. Um, and so we're sitting in the restaurant and we, Josh and I have everything planned, right? And um, I'm sitting there and throughout dinner, you know, my, my father's been like incredibly talkative. And he's not like a chatty person and like very happy and enthusiastic and... Oh, I was trying to answer his questions and be like with it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, do I say, now do I just drop it? Do I go like, boom, baby. Or like, <laughs> do I go like, pregnant? Or like, how do I say this? <laughs> and it came to the dessert and I will never forget it. He was eating a pineapple carpaccio. And I'm like, I, uh, you know, I'm seeing this guy. And he's like, uh-huh. And I was like, so yeah, he's, he's like, don't ruin my night. Right. And he's like, he's uh, he's very lovely. And he's like, uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. And uh, we are together. Mm-hmm. Just so that was a very clear point. <laughs> he's like, right. And I was like, and I, I need to, uh, I need to tell you something. And he's like, uh-huh. And so he like puts this piece of the fork with the carpaccio piece. And he's like, Yes. Get it out of you. He's like, what's up? Oh my God. And then gets it closer. And I'm like, and so I'm pregnant. What happened to the pineapple carpaccio? Wow, that fork just went down very gently. It wasn't eaten. And he looks me dead in the eyes and he's like, look, you are, you've just turned 27. How are you going to take care of a child when you are a child? Ooh. 
He's like, what responsibilities do you have? Going to work like every other human, paying your rent like every other human, and making sure you remember to feed your cat. Yeah. What else? Simba. Right. <laughs> Wait, but isn't that what everybody's life is like until they have a kid? <laughs> right. Exactly. So he's like, but what resp- like what true responsibility do you have? Like, what do you really know about responsibility? That was his point. Like, mm-hmm. fuck all. You know nothing. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> like, I have to put a reminder of a, of, on my phone when I should pay my bills. Like, right. Oh, I should start doing that. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't thank God for my husband being so good at it. But um, yeah. I used to have to do it when I was by myself. And he's like, and you live in a studio apartment. And you I was like, peasant. right. Okay, so <laughs> woo, literally. And I was like, woohoo, things are really looking up for me right now. And he's like, also, he's like, I have never met him. I've never met the guy. Why am I always lost? What, do you think I'm going to eat him? Like, I haven't met him. I mean, now I probably would, you know, but. <laughs> and then. Um, I was like, do you want to meet him? Like he said, he's like, no. No. And then he was like, check, please. We got the check. He's, you know, whatever, walked out of the restaurant. He turns around really stiffly, hugs me. And he's like, where are you going now? I was like, home to Josh. And he's like, okay. I was like, yeah, he's going to pick me up. And he's like, okay. Then he just turned around and walked away. And he then, 24 hours later, I was came home and I was sobbing to Josh. I was like, I've lost the dad. Like, my dad I'm has sure disowned me. I've lost him straight up. Like, he wants nothing to do with me. Josh being, like, the incredible human he is to think of stepping up like he did because another guy would probably have bolted. He um, writes my dad. He did. No one has ever done anything like that. I wouldn't have. And he, right, I would have left you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm, I'm not gonna have kids with you. So, um, yeah, like I really don't. Dads God. are scary. I feel like no. <laughs> and then he wrote my dad, and he's like, "I want you to know that um, I'm in this with your daughter, and I'm not running. I'm not going anywhere. I love your daughter. That's big. And I'm gonna take care of your daughter, and I want to meet you." And you need to talk to your daughter because you mean the world to her. And he replied to Josh's text message, really lovely reply. And then 24 hours later, so I went 24 hours like dying, mm-hmm. basically. And I get not even a call, a FaceTime, like a FaceTime. Like, really? We're talking FaceTime at 6 p.m. in the evening. I'm like, <laughs> looking yeah. like this and like my mascara has been running down I have a fluffy puff face I mean it was not a look and I answer I go to the, our bedroom and answer and he's like I'm gonna literally he like the hand he's like I'm gonna stop you right there I'm gonna talk you're gonna listen and then we're gonna hang up and I was like whoa okay and he was like so um, yesterday which like still brings like tears and emotions to me he's like you made me the proudest a parent could ever be he's like you protected a life and he's like what what more could I want out of my child you straight up stood up to me and told me that 
you're not asking for my permission, my advice. You told me this was your decision. And that's not something I've never done to my dad, like ever. I've never contradicted him, never. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I'm like, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you straight up, like just like I did now. And he was, I think, a bit, it humbled him, I think, to be like, well, my daughter is 27 and she's actually a grown up. Like she's an adult. Mm-hmm. She can make her own decisions. And he then went on to say like how he will obviously, because of, you know, how everything has happened, how he will need just a bit to digest it. And, uh, but he's like, but everything is going to be beautiful. And he's like, and please, would you, um, would you send me your 12 week scan? Oh my God, that's oh. so sweet. And I was literally like, I was just crying, like sobbing even more. And then he's like, you and Josh have a good night now. And then me and my stepmom were texting. She's like, I am so proud of your father. <laughs> and I'm like, me too. That's big. <laughs> this is a it big was for huge. <laughs> it was mad. Everything is about them. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, like, it's insane. You getting pregnant was his growing right. point. I was like, I... Like, is anyone proud of me <laughs> that I, like, got the balls to, like, stand my ground? Um, but it was such a beautiful moment. And I think that was one of the moments that connected me and my father. And Josh and him met um, two months later in the mountains. And I have never seen my father so engaged with someone and really wanting to get to know the person. Mm-hmm. And... My stepmom and I were like sitting next to each other, like drinking tea. We're like, this is happening right now. It's such a relief when uh, you just get that weight off your chest. Like it's, it, you just, it, nothing matters anymore. No one else's opinion matters anymore. Literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when the parents have like given you whatever, however the blessings come, however they are said and done and how, whatever it takes for it to come to that point, once you have it, yeah, you're like, I got this. I can do this. Life Let's is go. like, woohoo! Like, yeah, hallelujah! Yeah, it I is mean, interesting, though, like how when you became a parent, like the only valid, not validation, but like approval you wanted was of yours, right? Like that's the, the only voice you cared to hear. You didn't talk about telling your, anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. And then it made you a grown up in their eyes. Yeah. I think it was, it's a moment where they understand that, you know, it's a rite of passage. Like they have to mm-hmm. pass the torch now. Did that make yeah. you and Josh closer? Did it make your bond stronger? I think so because, he, you know, it just made me sort of be a bit in awe of him. Because I'm like, wow, like you, you wrote my dad. Yeah, like, that's awesome. My big scary dad. Right. Yeah. That Let's- to him might not be scary or another man might not be scary, but like, you know, your dad or stepdad or stepmom or whatever, it's like, they're your superheroes. They're the ones that you hang out with your friends and you're like, my dad is stronger than yours. And my mom is better than yours. And you know, you're like defending him to your deathbed when you're little. And then you're like growing up and like, I love them, but I'm probably going to do a lot of things different from them. Um, Still wanting their approval. Sorry. We should talk about uh, how it is to be pregnant with someone you don't really know that well. Definitely. <laughs> right? Definitely. 
like there's a lot of weird shit that happens to you when you get pregnant. Like what? Right. I don't this know. Flatulence. <laughs> fucking everything. <laughs> Swollen feet. You're like, hey, sorry. I don't really know you that well. But like, can you rub my back again? Right. And my feet. Can you hold my fat foot, please? How long did no, you but know it's like, Dan before you got pregnant? Just a couple months. Okay, so it's the same. Same. Yeah. Well, same. like we we were acquaintances, but like uh, we we weren't dating. You know, it was it was interesting how we started dating. It was like at the end of a lockdown and a pandemic, and then we met like in this tropical, amazing place. And you know, the world wasn't like back. Mm-hmm. into the swing of things anymore. And we just like decided to start traveling around together. And we had so much fun when we first met. And, you know, we weren't being safe, but we also didn't really care like what the outcome was. And we had talked about it. We had discussed it. And we're like, what the fuck else is there to do in a pandemic? <laughs> like, let's have a fucking <laughs> baby. <laughs> but I mean, that's essentially what happened. And then obviously like the day the day we found out I was pregnant. I probably peed on like 16 sticks. Like (laughs) every day we were like, you're definitely pregnant today. But like, (laughs) I just, I couldn't believe that. I had so many that said I wasn't pregnant. Right. Because it might have been just too soon. Your hormones hadn't really popped yet. But um, uh, yeah. And then the day it happened, we were both like, oh, okay. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) <laughs> so the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, shit got real, you know? But the sperm um, found that egg. <laughs> right. Uh, but I just don't think it's like, I think when you're actively doing something and not using protection and talking about like this, it's a very high possibility that this can happen. And like, you know, that it's probably going to happen. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's what happened. And what I did know is like, I don't, I was not going to terminate that situation. And I think I'm just going to speak openly about this. Yeah. Um, I have had an abortion before. I have terminated a pregnancy before. And I just know how bad it mentally fucked me up. Oof, me too. I became suicidal afterwards. How long did that take for it, you to feel those feelings? Uh, I think right away because you feel like shit right after. You know, it's painful. Right. You're in pain. You're you're also like really beating yourself up and you're not mentally in a good place. Like you're just like everything is just so dark. Like there's a cloud over you just fucking pouring rain on you. And it's it's just not cool. No one, no one deserves to be in that place. Right. So like I said, if you're doing something and mm. you're like, having fun while doing it. Like, just be smart about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're having fun, but yeah. there's consequences. But, um, yeah, I I just, I have friends that have also had uh, pregnancies that they've terminated. And one of one of my best friends I grew up with, I was on the phone with her last night and she's she's just not in a good place right now. We, we just lost a very close friend of ours that we went to high school with. And um, he happened to be at her house like the night that, he he died and she's she's got a lot of blame on herself for it right now but on top of like dealing with such a heavy situation like that she's dealing with recovering from an a pregnancy that she terminated right. that she has like so much self-hate about right now she cannot forgive herself for doing this to yeah. her you know it's it's like it's got to be one of the hardest things we have to go through Absolutely. our hormones are insane 
Like, I just know I'm a raging, raging bitch the the week before I get my period. Like, sometimes I act a little fucking psycho and I'm like, mm, I bet you I'm about to start my period. Right. I'm That's the not same. me. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Me yesterday crying think, in my car. Right. But <laughs> imagine, like, you know. Yeah. No. Speaking of that, I, why, you know, we have m- medical shit for everything. Why has no one come up with something that help women with PMS? I don't know. I mean, listen, I, I have talked to, I have talked to my doctors about this before right. because it's, it's not cool. And especially like I have an IUD now to make sure I don't like get pregnant right away again. But, um, it's like, I, I have the non-hormone one, e- even though I still think that it messes with my hormones, but there is, there is a hormone one, the, the birth control, whatever. Um, my doctor did say if you're having really crazy PMS symptoms that you can take Lexapro. Well, but I don't want to be on an antidepressant. Yeah. Oh, is and that I, I'm an pretty sure mm-hmm. oh. I'm pretty sure that he said you can take the Lexapro, like a low dose of Lexapro the week before you start your period and that should right. be able to help with the like, you know, chemical that imbalance going on. But I just I don't know if I want to mess around with like pharmaceutical medicines like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, mm-hmm. no, I meant maybe something more lighter than that. Well, yeah, actually, like, as a PMS expert, there is a lot of uh, like holistic things you can do. So there's something called seed cycling where you uh, cycle the first two weeks of your period. You take, I think, flaxseed and the last two weeks of your period, like in the morning, like a right. spoon of it. And the last two weeks, I think there's another seed that you take. And it's become kind of trendy online to do that. Wait, is, is this like regulate. a TikTok thing? It's like, I'm sure it is on TikTok. Everything wow, is that's amazing. Yeah. If you can do it in a I holistic way, this. then yeah, yeah. You should all do it. I think it would be great. I'm totally right. into things that help regulate your hormones because every woman has hormone irregularities. Like it's not right. like, but there are things that exacerbate it, like getting pregnant or terminating a pregnancy or there's like uh, endometriosis or like, Whatever you, you have something too, like don't you? Oh, you, that's yeah. something else. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like people have things and it messes with your hormones, and there's no medical support for the the experience that is hormone imbalance, which affects more than fifty percent of the population. And there's no medical support, so that's why there's small right. small like grassroots movements that are happening to support women going through that. So it's good that oh, you guys. Yeah, think, we should try that. Yeah, we should. I'll send you guys um, literature on it. But like talking about, you know, abortions and things. I mean, I've gone through mine one oneself, but I think what makes it is the circumstances around an abortion that can make it much harder than what it already is. Because an abortion is never easy. So you can't really do harder, not hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard and it can make it harder. Um, Mine wasn't hard because I... Well, that's what I thought anyway. So mm. I was very sure of the fact that, you know, this is not my first and this was also a huge accident because we had not not been careful. And um, I was like, no, this is, I mean, I couldn't think of any worse. And I was together with this person like for a long time, but I was like, no, this is not <laughs> happening. Um, and it took a year for me to like a little less than a year, but to fall into those feelings of like resentment to myself. What had I done? What happened? Why? Um, all of those things that, I mean, it, they came as a shock to me. And my, my, my stepmom at the time, she said, 
are you sure about this? Because you know, this is this is hard. This is really fucking hard. This is something that will affect you emotionally, psychologically. It may not be today, but it could be tomorrow. It could be later on. And I was like, no, no, no. What are you talking about? Whatever. How long and, did it take you to feel better? Well, I felt fine until, and then it hit me like a almost later. a year after. Mm. So I was sitting alone at home. Of all the shows, I was watching um, this really popular show, actually, um, a series with a, a girl that went to high school and she got pregnant and decided to keep her baby. And then it daunted on me. I'm like, I'm not even in high school. I'm at university. Like, was I meant to do this? Was I meant to, was I, was mm -hmm. I meant to be her? Was I meant to save this? Was that a thing? Like, did I, did I, did, did I kill someone right now? Like, what happened? And I think, you know, for as hard as that was for me, I can only imagine other women that have to go through that for much more severe reasons. Um, more valid reasons. Right, like, you know, rape or uh, being forced into it or whatever it is. Just not being just like there in your not life. Not being a choice that they make themselves, yeah. you know, that they fully are in control of. Uh, and that I think is, you know, people, there needs to, it needs to be spoken about much more. There needs to be a safe space for women to tell their stories about this. Yeah. And men should really, really stay the fuck out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Truth to be told. It's like, unless, it's one of the hardest things you ever have to go through. Right. But unless you're in a like relationship, like I was very eminent about <laughs> giving Josh a choice. I'm like, yes, it's my body, blah, blah. But like, we both have a choice in this. Well, I think we had a, I think we covered a lot today. Yeah. It's a little emotional, but um, I think, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you being so open and honest about everything that you had to go through. And I'm, I'm happy I felt free enough to speak about my traumas and pains and everything and I hope we could make you guys laugh and I hope you had a nice time listening. Yeah. Um, Yasi, again, we're super, super happy to have you on our team. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Until <laughs> next week. <laughs> Thank Ciao. you for listening to Mommy BS with Beth and Steph. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have friends you want to share this with, feel free to have them join us on this journey. If you're pregnant, if you're in postpartum, if you're thinking about having children or you just want some female support, this is what we're here to do. So thank you so much for enjoying this with us.